It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, hi, hi. It's Carla Marie, and this is episode number 32 of my Side Hustlers podcast. Huge things are happening this episode, but first, don't forget, you can always email me, sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. In this episode, I am talking to Jennifer Gunn. She is the creator of Wax Cabin Candle Company. All of her scents do smell awesome, by the way, in case you're wondering. Personally, I love the story of how Jennifer discovered her side hustle, but the torture she went through at her former day job is most likely going to relate to you somehow. And we've got a side hustler's first a collab that has never happened before, and I'm unbelievably excited. I don't want to ruin it, so let's just get it started. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo. It's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. So that's who's here with me today. It's Jennifer Gunn, and I'm convinced that she's drinking alcohol on the other side of no, the space time. No, no, no. What is it, 240 on the East Coast? There's no booze till after I don't know. Five. What are you drinking? What is that, that looks like alcohol to this me? This is, no, this is, this is just juice because I'm sick right now. Okay, good. I sound Jersey and nasally. <laughs> Perfect. Good to know. Jersey nasally. Also me all the time, so we're good. So you yeah. are the creator of Wax Cabin Candle Co., and your yeah. candles smell awesome. They're super cute, and they're just... They're perfect. They're cute in your home. They're not like these ugly ass candles that you see a lot of places. It's true. It's true. 
It's a, listen, we're you. not talking about my personal appearance when you're like, have to be modest. My candles are so cute. They are cute. <laughs> but that was the big thing of them. It was like, you know, you put up a Yankee candle. It's like, I know it's Apple. There's an Apple on it. Like, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Unnecessary. You're so, and that's exactly what I didn't, I didn't call them out. Glad you did. But that's where oh. I was going. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're allowed to. They smell great. They smell great. <laughs> they do smell great. But um, you, you were a graphic designer. I guess you still are. I mean, that's what you're doing. I'm, so. Yeah, I'm still a full-time senior graphic designer for a pharmaceutical company from home let's do the whole thing let's go back okay. to and by the way if you want to check out wax cabin candle co you can go to at wax cabin on instagram or wax cabin candle co.com and we do have a surprise we're going to talk about in this episode so don't pause this and go anywhere else so let's go back to what year was it when you were at your full-time job and you were miserable okay so it was 2015 i started a job at a corporate company full-blown cube very bored took the job because I just had a baby and I thought I needed to bring stability. I yeah. thought that's what you're supposed to do. I thought you're supposed to, after you have a baby, go back to work nine to five or whatever it is, get health insurance. You know, my husband is a very successful chiropractor. He was d doing well. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I have to stop yeah. freelancing, stop doing the fun stuff. And when you don't do something you want to do, it will eat you alive. Every day you'll wake up and go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know? So I started working there and in the beginning it was, it was kind of nice because when you're home and you're with the baby and you're just like breastfeeding and you're like, I just want to get out. Yeah. So it was nice to be at work. And then I noticed toxic coworkers and I just one and I, and I, <laughs> this is like looking back at it now, I'm, I'm like disappointed in myself because I, I saw it. I saw it happening. I worked with somebody that was my manager who was a little bit older and was there was ageism involved in terms of she did not it like sucks. how old she was and it's not something first of all it's not something really discussed when you're younger well how old it's were usually, you uh, at that time 29 it's not like you were 20 first of all and i'm not saying you can hate someone because they're 22 and out of college but you were an adult and a mother at that point yes and i and i have a master's in design oh. you know and i so i'm very qualified so I, and you know i think a lot of this was stuff that maybe i didn't even know was going on in this person's life and she was just coming at me right. for it, you know so i just started to notice she would print kind of nasty articles like i i, I want to explain this without people being like so what the lady was a little nasty to you no go for she it she would print articles about being a snowflake being a sensitive person and just leave them on my desk she would what? hide information from me she would call me a kiss ass she would she was very and this is the gross part very racist and i like there was times i just couldn't i just and i just I just was like, hey, I have so much pressure on me at home. Yeah. I have to get that paycheck. I have to do this and just ate it day in and day out until one day I just was so anxious. And I noticed things. I never had anxiety. And I just would start to get like I couldn't really breathe. Mm -hmm. And I just you know, the anxiety was just building up to you a don't, point you where you don't know what's wrong, but something is wrong. And I wasn't owning it because I felt like if I owned it, then everything would crumble. That's supposed mm -hmm. to be right everything because you know it's very okay I, i'm supposed to do this because then this is gonna happen then this is gonna happen then the bills are gonna get paid yeah. then you know whatever so i started to do simple things about uh i became obsessed with the book okay i have to look it up because i always no, i know what you're talking about because you sent it to me it's the uh life changing no the yeah. life changing magic of tidying up tidying the word up. art is yes. in there somewhere too i think but i know well, what I you're talking magic, about yes yeah yeah and so I, I listened to this book because I was in my cube all the time and I used to listen to podcasts all the time and I would become obsessed with li listening to books on tape. So I listened to this book and it talked about sparking joy. And really it's about cleaning up your house. Yeah. So 
you know, you just, like first I was like, all right, let me just clean my house. And I started to feel better. And I started to be like, okay, that's organized. But then I was like, I'm not sparking any joy in my life. Nope. You know, I, how, what am I going to do? So I said to myself, I'm going to go on a trip with my husband. And so my daughter stayed home with my parents and we went to Charleston and we went just to like blow off steam, like party and like just have fun. And I went to a store called Candlefish and they are a really cool uh, candle store. And I walked in and I was like, yes, like this is, this place is fantastic. I like, I love the aesthetic of it. There was very exciting. I never really saw candles that look like this. When you guys went on this trip, were, did you still have that job? Yeah, I was doing everything I could. I, in my mind, I was like, you, you can't, I didn't think people quit jobs when you had family. <laughs> like that was absurd. Like, how are you, right. gonna, you're just gonna, you're just gonna not go back to work. I'm on the train, uh, the plane home with my husband. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start a candle company. And that sounds so nuts. Right. <laughs> you know, like, what do you like? Okay, Dad, like start a candle company. So I get back to work. And this is this is distracting me. This is like, okay, like you, you just for fun, like start because my background, I went to the Savannah, Savannah College of Art and Design with and did product design. So I learned about packaging and product and, and this is a relatively inexpensive thing that people use up and buy again. You know, if you True. made something, you know, you build houses, you're not building 500 houses every day, you know, so this is something that people will, will use. So it was a smart product that was became interesting to me. And I but it, it wasn't getting better at work. It was just I was just constantly putting band-aids on things. Like, okay, maybe I'll just when she says nasty things to me, I'll just ignore her. Maybe when she prints weird articles out to me, I'll just ignore her. I'll be and I was always taught, especially as a girl, to be nice. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be polite. Yeah. And so you're not supposed to tell someone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? you know, so I, please tell me that's how this ends. Did you tell her to shut the fuck oh, up? No. Oh, no, it didn't. I wish it did. <laughs> so how did you quit? How did you leave? Okay, listen, this is a this is a warning sticker on this. This is not how you're supposed to leave a job. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, so one day we were doing some training on, it was motion graphics, After Effects, things that she was, like, a little frustrated with. Fine. She started screaming at me that I needed to help her with this. But it was aggressive. You need to effing do this. You need to help me with this. You need to, it, it was like something in my body saved me like my mind was like Jenna you have to say you have to sit here for a reason you have to stay here because you're a baby because blah 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 but my body just got up it was like Feb it was freezing outside okay so I knew something was weird because I just get up and I go full-blown Charlie Brown teacher like mah, 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 mah. and I grab my keys and I just walk out the building without a jacket on and get in my car and go pick up my kid like nothing happened and I go home that night and I just, I was, I can not go back there. My anxiety was so bad. I could not go back there. And, and I you didn't. never went back? No. And I went on short-term disability for anxiety and I never went back. Did you get your jacket back? Oh yeah. It was a <laughs> J. Crew jacket. <laughs> That's my they concern in all this. I got my, I got my succulent back. Okay, so you leave this terror of a job that I know so many people can relate to, whether it is as extreme as yours or yeah. maybe not. Maybe they're being tormented in other ways, coworkers, not necessarily managers. I mean, I'm kind of proud that you just got up and left. I wish you told her to uh, show I'm, But I'm... But that wasn't me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had totally what? disassociated. That was just my body being like, girl, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, All that's right, amazing fine. that that happened. So, and I'm assuming that mm -hmm. is where you decided... I'm really doing this candle thing. Yeah. And not only that, that's when I learned a valuable lesson that 
people listening need to know is that you can't let it get to that place. No. You need to speak up for yourself. You need to address it. You need to, and you know, people get nervous to go to HR, but you need to take care of things. So a lot of times your side hustle comes out of really negative places. A lot of people say that. A lot of people have told me that. Yeah, very rarely you're like, my life was, I was killing it. I was making so much money. <laughs> I had so much time, you know. <laughs> you you very rarely say that. Usually you're miserable and, and it's, it works in your benefit. And then you come up with something. I was just being cathartic. And I was like, I'm just going to make these candles. I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to work on packaging. And I did that for a while. And then I was like, how am I going to market this? I want people to kind of start to know about it. Because once I got the label, I'm a graphic designer. So things are like the website, the labels. That's so easy difficult. to you. That's not fair. No, well, <laughs> not fair to the rest of us. <laughs> it's a, it's a huge, huge money saver and a huge asset. But the I didn't know how to make a candle. Yeah, I would. How do you even? What do you do? You Google it. You know, you mm. YouTube it. Just like your Mahalo made chick was like. Everyone says to Google. I love it. But you know, like that girl True. that she made her airstream. Yeah. Like she did. Like she learned that you just figured out and you buy the stuff and you make mistakes and you make disgusting candles and you you know what I mean like <laughs> you make good candles and you figure it out because if you're really passionate about something and it's fun it's it's your process you know it's it becomes like your hobby and, and it becomes fun when you learned how to do it were you just doing this at home like you have a baby yeah. you're melting wax like I guess what is can you give us a dumbed down yeah. version on how you actually make a candle so we can fully understand what the hell you were doing at home? Okay. Okay. So I was I have a big, big machine. It's like a, a big cube and you throw in a hundred pounds of soy wax and you turn it on and it melts it down. And I had to learn about what is soy wax, what's paraffin, what's you know, because a paraffin candle's not a not a good candle to burn. Okay. So you burn a soy candle. And then I was ordering all different kind of waxes from all different companies Then I would order. And this was a distraction and it was fun. And I ordered oils and different scents. And, you know, I started to research. I mean, there are different candle people. Like, what are you? Are you a, are you a cookie vanilla? Are you a dude candle? Are you a... Oh, I do like dude candles, but I'm more of like a refreshing okay. candle. I okay. guess that would be the category. Yeah, that, that is. It's like the, yes, there, so there are people that like, they either fall into floral, a mandel, like a dew candle. <laughs> there, you're like, you like cookies. You want to try to eat your candle. <laughs> or you like that, you know, refreshing-ish candle. Well, I also like drinking my candles like peach bellini. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the, so I love that your candles are peach bellini and brunch. Those are two of my favorite and I love that. And the dude ones too. The brunch is the best selling and the peach bellini are the best selling. They pair together well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Peach Bellini's at brunch. Why not? Brunch candle was the first candle that I made. I Yeah, I didn't know that. But when you're making these candles and you're ordering these waxes from everyone, you have, yeah. I'm just picturing like this giant vat that you're just dumping oh, yeah. things in. Yeah. That's what it was. How much it stuff was did just, you waste um, off of like, okay, this candle smells like hot garbage. <laughs> We're not using this. It Well, you know what? But it was worth it. Like of I course. would just make, this is what I would do. I'd make like 50 candles and I would write numbers on them. This is one, two, three in the sense. And then I would go to a, my friends and family and I would be like, smell them and give it a one, two or three. One, I love oh. it. Two, it's okay. Three, I'm going to barf. Don't burn this candle. <laughs> Get out of my house. And so that was the process. And that, so, so I'm home. I'm not working. I'm getting better. I'm making candles and it was fun. 
All right. So this is how I came up with the name. And my, my husband will kill me if I don't. I was going to say, yeah, where does the name come from? So I did another article where I didn't mention my husband who helped me name it. And he is still mad at me to this day. Oh, because so, you were interviewed somewhere else and you didn't mention yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's he give him like, the credit real? here. This is all okay. that matters. Side Hustlers Jared, Podcast. Jared Gunn. Here it is, baby. We were talking about, and I was going to, I was thinking about, I love the word cozy. I like the word, I like cozy dog. And I was like, no, dogs, I, my, I love my dog. I smell like Doritos. Like, I don't want it to be cozy dog. So we were working. He said, well, what do you want the brand to emulate? And I said, well, I love Pottery Barn in the sense of quality product. Mm-hmm. I like their price point. So we said, okay, change pottery to wax because you're not making your end barn. And we live in a log cabin to cabin. So that's Wax Cabin. Oh, I like that you didn't go with Wax Barn. I like Wax Cabin. No, not Wax Barn. No. <laughs> so that's how So that's how we came up with that. And, you know, the biggest thing about the success of the brand is how authentic it is to myself and my life. I really do live in a log cabin, you know, and I, a lot of my social media is my family and my daughter and my life, you know. Yeah. So there's the, the a huge thing about the success of a brand is is how honest you are with it. And again, if you want to see the candles that Jennifer makes, you can go to at Wax Cabin on Instagram. But I want to learn more about how you made how this was a side hustle, how it's still a side hustle, but yeah, different now. But we got to talk about the big thing, the cool thing oh, yeah. that yeah. you created an actual side hustlers candle. And oh, yeah. I saw it and I like almost cried and I'm so excited. I know they're about to come to me and I can't wait to burn them forever and show my mom she's going to freak out. But do you have one right there? Look at it, the color. So it literally says Side Hustlers with Carla Marie on a candle. Oh, yeah. And you could buy yep. this at waxcabincandleco.com. And it's the peach bellini scent. One of my faves. So thank you. There you for go. That. Champagne. There's champs in it. Yes, of course. So <laughs> it, I think this is probably the first Side Hustlers actual branded thing that people can buy. Which, oh, really? Good. Yeah. Which is really cool. And there's more to come. But first of all, thank you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you've done that. So. Go buy all of them, please, everyone, <laughs> to make me look cool. Thanks. Well, listen, I appreciate what you do for women in, in starting side hustles. I think that it's good for on two parts, for us to market ourselves. That's mm-hmm. what this is. We're marketing ourselves and talking about it, but also for people listening who are like sitting in that queue. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? You know, and I, I think that saved me too. I, podcasts and people being honest because it's podcasts are cool because they're a little unfiltered and people yep. are honest. You're and right. you can go on and listen and be like, okay, she, this is how she made it. This is what was my low. You might be in your low mm-hmm. and this is how to get out of it, you know? And it's funny you bring up women because that's what this podcast has turned into. Yeah. I, I just can't find guy side hustlers anymore. I don't know what they're doing. They're just... I'm sure they got that side hustle, but you know... It's just, it's different. I feel like it is, and I, this is my own research that I've just naturally fell into. There's just so many more females doing things like this. And because a lot of the stuff is girly there are girlier for lack of a better word things that you can do and be creative like guys aren't creating candle companies guys aren't creating bracelets and if you're a guy listening to this and you're so angry at me right now reach out to me and i'll get you on this podcast i want to hear from you yeah and i also think i i think we're readjusting like okay i do want to work and i do want to have a family but how do i do that and and you're gonna that's one another side of it so absolutely you're you're very correct with that so when did you officially say okay i'm selling candles here world these are my candles. Buy them. Okay, so this is the part of the story where it's not real. Like the, I, my so, karma was coming back. The universe was like, "Hey, I'm sorry. Girl. Like I'm gonna, you know, I'm we gonna owe you. Make it up to you." <laughs> yeah. So I, I, 
a big part of my marketing was shooting out free product to uh, podcasts and to radio people and people who would talk about it because people need content. And you reached out to me after I I moved to Seattle and we have your candles in the office still. I know Anthony has your candles in his apartment. Like we all like from day one, we first when we moved here, you reached out. I remember being like, this is so cool. Someone still cares about us. Well, and you were also very loyal to me. You brought me on. I'm sorry. It's called Kings 5. King or? 5 in Seattle. So it's our NBC yes. station. So, yeah, we featured you on What's Trending on King 5. Yep. And, yeah, I mean. And that got me on the West Coast. And a lot of people were purchasing on that end. And then I was also, I sent a bunch of candles to Z100. And I they brought me on. And I told them my story. And the, the blessing was a buyer from Anthropology was listening. This is 18 weeks after I started making I This is, okay, everyone pay attention because this is awesome. So you're on the radio in New York while Elvis Stern in the Morning Show is nationally and you're talking about your company and you said a buyer from anthropology, like the anthropology is hearing this. Yeah, and here's right before that. So you could text into Z100 and say like, hey, you should call me back. I strategically text them back. You guys said something that changed my life forever. And and they call me back and I I missed the call. (gasps) And I was like, and they, thank God, they call me back again. Yeah, because and, and I my, had that job and we're crazy and we keep calling. You. <laughs> the, and I, yes, well, thank God, because I don't know what I was doing. I was getting dressed or doing a million other melting things. Melting wax, so, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, or melting wax. <laughs> and I and my husband was getting my daughter ready. I was like, take care of the baby. Just shut the door. <laughs> I, was like, I got stuff to sell. So, so once I was on there, the bar from Anthropology heard me and contacted me. And the first thing was so exciting. She goes, we want, this is back and forth, 7,000 candles. <laughs> 7,000 candles? Were you like, okay, yeah. Wait, no, my first reaction was like so stoked. I was like, oh my God, 7,000 candles. That's amazing. Okay. The capital was the next thing. How do I get enough capital to pay for 7,000 candles. And they were going to pay me back. We did a great contract. There was a lot of, people get a uh, a lot of bad raps at these big companies because sometimes they work deals where maybe they're going to send the product back. This was not that. Wow. So I had to figure out how to get capital. I put some makeup on and I went to the bank (laughs) because I thought that would help. (laughs) And they were like, you're so cute. cute." No, like we're not. Here's all, here's money. Take it. This, we love you. And like, I don't like to talk about money, but I needed $30,000. Jesus Christ. And, and oh <laughs> I'm not working at this point. Right. You know, so I went to the bank and they're like, no, we're not giving you a loan. Like, and it, so it's not that easy. So, so the excitement, was like, oh my God, but I was a psycho. I was going to find this money. Mm-hmm. I didn't care where I was going to find this money. So um, I went to my family and I said to my parents, I showed them like, hey, listen, this is the contract that I worked out with them. And I said, you will get paid back this point, this date, you know, and they're, they were amazing. They didn't charge me interest. Amazing. You know, and they helped me and they, you know, and it was, it was a blessing. They, they, and it's the only reason I succeeded because if I didn't have that capital, I, how were you, you know, going to make 7,000 candles? Yeah. 7,000 candles. So I'm assuming you didn't make those in your kitchen. Those were, or they were in my basement. You made, <laughs> you handmade 7,000 candles. So are you a keeper elf? Like what goes on down there? So, so, okay. So this is where my life became unbalanced again. I would wake up at four in the morning and I, oh, oh, at this point I have my full time other job as a senior graphic designer from home. You were working from home. Okay. Yes. From home. And they're a really cool company where it's like, Hey, this is your project. Get it done. 
you know, and so we don't care if you're working whenever you're working. So that was a huge success for me. I would wake up at four, I would come downstairs, I would make candles. Then I would get my kid ready, ship her to daycare. Then first round, first round of people would come to my house to help. They were paid and they would come and they would do labels. I would. Now who are these people? Friends, family, people? Friends, family. Okay. Friends, family. Yeah. So the morning crew were paid. So they were friends and family paid and then so they would stay, they would come from nine to 12 or nine to one, somewhere around there. And they would just work, work, work. And then they would leave. And then I would work on my other job or intermittently, I would be jumping on my other job. And then second crew would come in at around six o'clock at night. And they were friends and family too. And we would just work until whenever they stayed. I would just, you know, I was so thankful. I was so lucky. And people would be like, hey, listen, I'm home from college. I need help. I need oh, a little money. And amazing. I would say, come over, come over, you know? Was there a time so, in that candle making process for those 7,000 where you were like, this, this isn't going to happen? Yeah. You're never going to, there was? There was a time where I was, because I can, I have a lot of flaws, but the one thing I have is like, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be done correctly. It's going to be done well. So mm-hmm. I was like, we got it. We got it. I'm like, but then I had to, that second thought of like, oh no, I don't know if we're going to make it. I had, you know, there's a lot of things that have to fall into place and you're supposed to wrap every candle in a bag. And I hadn't. So I was like, individually, every single candle was supposed to be in a specific, very specific bag. And I hadn't done it. Is and that I, a bag that they're going to use to sell it in? Or is that a shipping no. thing? It's just like, it's, and they give you like this 50 page manual to read like, hey, you're supposed to do this, this, and this. And I'm one person trying to do contracts, trying to do wax, trying to do baby, trying to do, and I didn't realize that. So I quickly ordered them and my husband opened up every box one day and we just went in and just mm-hmm. crushed it. I would just did it. And there was a time, and I, and I had this breakdown, like in front of my mom, it's like that mom breakdown you mm-hmm. have where you're just like, all of a sudden you're just like, mom, yeah. you know, and she just was like, bitch, get up and do it. It's like, we got, you know, she was probably like, we got money to pay me back. Like, yeah. She knew, she was like, you're nope, you're making these candles right now. Yeah. So everybody was so helpful. Every, like you really, you see who, who's willing to be there for you. And people are. It's so true. It's so true. I see that randomly at different points in my career where it's like, okay, I need you now. And that whatever anyone is doing, they drop it. And I'm sure you're that same way for friends too. There are certain things where you're like, my friend needs me now. I'm going to support them. And not because 100%. they're going to help you later, but because yeah. you truly believe in what they're doing. Yes. It's difficult to get to that place too, where you actually ask for the help, mm-hmm. you know, because you're oh, like, I oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to whatever, but people will help you. So I get to that place where I'm working day and night and, and I'm exhausted. And it was the summer of anthropology. You know, it was like just nonstop. At one point, my daughter, she fell off the playground, broke her leg. So I'm dealing with that too. How old was and she? I was like two and a half, Jeez. three. She was so little, you know, but they're like so resilient. She's had like a boot on and we put glitter like, on it. At least she couldn't fine. run around. You just keep her in one spot. <laughs> I need to make candles. Don't move. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. So that was, and then I'm never so happy with that day when I waved by at that truck. Oh, to send You know, when after sure. they picked them up. You know, and it was gone. It was out of my house. My house was filled with candles everywhere. And it was like the coolest accomplishment of my life. Yeah. And it was biggest like F you to that company that was like, Did you ever you know, send him a candle? So Can you please send them one oh with a label God, that's that so says, shady. fuck you? <laughs> or shut the fuck up. This go, is the most I've ever cursed in a myself. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's do, let's, let's be positive. Okay. You know what? Fine. <laughs> let's be fine. <laughs> let's be positive and say you know we'll say, think of a clever name say say you know sorry all the all the best all the best what does elvis always say uh bless your heart God bl- yeah bless, bless your heart. heart yeah do that bless send her that yeah anthropology that's huge i'm sure that have huge. they re-upped 
or ordered more candles? They did not. This is so this is what happened. So I did anthropology and I my husband and I were on a trip in Chicago. It was so cool to go to all these different stores and see him in there. Yeah, I'm sure. And that was a, that was very tough on myself and my marriage, on my 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 daughter, on my life. You know, it was a lot. Yeah. And so they through that I got Riley Rose. Hmm. I don't think I know what it, that is. It's it's more like God, how do you explain? It's like a Sephora for tweens. Like okay. it's very cool. cute. Like that's why I was in there. And like a lot of, of amazing exposure from now, being with anthropology. Was that because someone else saw it there or because that's a parent company? Yes. Okay, so someone else saw it. Yeah. So anthropology is huge and people, you know, when you're a buyer, I don't know how that works, but I'm sure you're just constantly searching and there are big people, you know, place to go. Yeah. So the, the buyer I was working with, she was awesome. And she was like, hey, can you come into the headquarters, which is in Philly, and pitch some more candles? That was like very nerve wracking because don't forget, I'm still working that other full time job. I took a sick day. I went down to Philly all by myself and I pitched some other candle ideas and they really, they wanted me to do a new vessel, which is like a jar. Okay. So that's a different shape, a different shape or something different. And I was looking in China and I was looking and I was researching and I just didn't find anything I liked. I was afraid that if I produced 7,000 more candles of something I didn't really like and it failed or, you know, because this was, this was a little rushed. This was maybe five weeks. Can you come up with this? And I was worried that if I did something like yeah. that massive, it would ruin my brand. It's, I mean, valid worry. Like, I don't blame you for feeling like that. Like, what if it exploded? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if it was like, I didn't know something weird would happen with the vessel or it reacted strangely to fire or, you know, like yeah. that. So making a rush mistake like that. And so they said, hey, listen, it's not going to work out this time. But if you come up with another vessel, present it. So honestly, it was a lot. It was a lot on me. And it, but it, and it got me the best exposure. I'm in a ton of brick and mortars, these mom and pops, these boutiques, and the people are awesome. I, have, so I already nice. made a note and my friend Shandon has a store here in uh, Seattle and I'm going to connect you guys as soon as we're done. And she was Go on ahead. this podcast. It's uh, her store is a lair. So I've okay. sent her. I can't tell you how many people I'm had that have been on this podcast are now sold in her store. She wants to do a side hustler's shelf in her store. So I'm oh, so that excited. Means that's so good. I heard yeah. that podcast. She, she reminds me of a mermaid. She is very much a mermaid. <laughs> and she's going to probably cry when she hears this. So I, this she's is so cool. exciting. Yeah. So you're right. There are so many stores that your candle just, it fits so well into that vibe of, I don't want to say handmade because that's just, that's not a good way to describe it. But like you care about what you're creating. And there are yeah. so many mom and pop stores that come from the same type of background that you have. Like this is their passion project and now it's their life. Why not put products like yours in their store? And you just fit in so well there. Yeah. And you know, the fun, the best thing is, especially if you're local to me, I'm in New Jersey, is right. I'll just go, I'll skip your ship and I'll go drop them off and I'll kick you with you for five minutes. Yeah. And it's fun. You know, and I like get to meet these people that are selling and they, they tell me they're honest. They're like, no, this one's not selling well, or this is, or can you do this? And it, it's instant feedback instead of, you know, you trolling me and writing like, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're just an honest, because <laughs> anthropology, we have like a comment board. I was like, really? <laughs> What? Yeah, no. And then yes. when you're meeting someone face to face in those smaller settings, opposed to a bigger company like Anthropology, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's different. Same with social media. There are 99% of those people that would not say any of those things to my face. It's the same yes. idea. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy for you being in, in smaller stores too at the same time. And you know what I think I talked about becoming unbalanced when I was yes, in Anthropology? Let's- 
And I'm balanced again. Like, I feel like, hey, I, I have a consistency. I wake up. I take my daughter to school. I don't have to wake up at four in the morning anymore and be a psycho. And, you know, now I do. I will work until 11 o'clock at night. That is a very important thing. It's when you, it's your side hustle, you have to put that effort in. And you are going to be up. And it is going to be annoying. But you are you're, you make it what you want to make it because you own it. It's yours. Do you wish the anthropology thing never happened? Or you're happy that it happened? No, that was so necessary the universe gave me that in my life because I was so degraded for two years at that other job that I thought, well, what am I, am I a bad designer? Am I not worthy? Am I, is, is this one right? Am I, you know, all these things that people are saying, you know, in that toxic environment. And I was like, no, you know, so I needed someone to like, give me a huge pat on the back or kick in the butt and make you get working. 100% <laughs> because it was also like, stop being sad for yourself. Yeah, it's true. Stop feeling anxious get it together. You know, you can do this. And it was and I and I did it and I succeeded. And there are people still today that are like, hey, I got your candle in anthropology. And I'm very, very proud of it. I love that company. And I think, you know, I think eventually I'll be back there. But I want to put out the product that I want to, you know, that I'm proud of. Of course. When you um, do your online sales, do you? Yeah. How do these people finding you? How are you marketing yourself to people without being in a brick and mortar store? I do it a couple different ways. My social media is huge for me. I like create a story. And it's authentic in terms of it's my family, it's my home, it's my decor, you know, and and you look at these candles in my life. And then on top of that, I so it's Instagram, you have to pick this is a branding tip, you have to pick who the narrator is, when you're talking, who who is talking, who does who do I think is talking to me when I'm looking at social media, and the narrator, so you have a big radio show, who's the who's that person speaking to you? And mine is Jen, the mom, the designer, the maker, okay. you know, so, so that's my, so, and then on top of that, I, I did hire a PR company for a little bit. And that was interesting. I did that for a couple months and they push you out to all different newspapers and articles. Yeah. And, you know, so I, so I'm going to be in um, New Jersey mom, like cool. they're, they're doing mompreneurs. Oh, I like it. That is what I am. You, you are. know what I mean? Like I, that's what, you know, so but so I did that for a couple months and that and I got into that's a good thing to do. Once you get a little bit of extra money, which mm-hmm. is very hard, but once you do, it's not bad that you hire Keep investing in yourself in different mm-hmm. ways. 100%. And so I'm assuming you also learned things from working with the PR company that you can now apply to yes. everyday life. A lot of times it's great to have, you know, different brains working on things and yep. having people other hands to do the work, but you don't always need that and now you can branch out and do different different things cuz you can't always keep doing the same thing. You have to branch out no matter what your product yeah. is. Well, your side hustle will constantly give you keys to open up different doors. So your first your first mission is to create the product. Then your second mission that you're going to open a door and you'll be like, I need help. And then you need to open another door that's like, do I expand? Like with that Mahalo Machik. She's got that. She's got that Airstream she needs to open that store up. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to open that store, you know, so, so she, you have to keep jumping. So, you know, and that is the true side hustler and, or you're that hobbyist, you know, so you need to say, what am I going to do? Who am I going to hire? And you're going to make huge mistakes and be like, I'm out and jump and fix it. Do you think you'll have a store one day? Like that store you went to on your trip? I thought I wanted it. I thought I was like, hmm, that's, that would be interesting. But I think I'll have a studio where I produce okay. maybe Makes because sense. I'm, I have a studio at home, but I think it's going to eventually leave the house. And cause I'm going to have bigger and bigger, you know, orders and stuff. And, and, it, and it, my garage is not no longer going to be sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your husband will appreciate that. <laughs> Opening a brick and mortar is not 
oh, I'm just gonna open the store and sell it. I don't, I don't know. Truthfully, I'm a designer that makes that learns a lot about candles and knows a lot about marketing. I don't know anything about owning a store, and maybe one day. But right now, I don't, I don't, I'm doing great. I have, I have that balance. I'm making them. I maybe I'll get a studio, like I said, and then yeah, just that have makes an more extra sense. Space. Yeah, exactly. I, Joanna, who is the stationery creator, she was on uh, another episode, uh, Philosophies, where she has a studio, and that's where she draws and does everything but she also sells her stuff in there so if people come in and say yes i want to sit down with you and plan out my invites for my sweet 16 yes. you do that there but you also can shop so yeah it makes sense for stuff like this it does make sense and and not to knock any brick and mortar down but that is a lot of time yeah i think i've been developing a lot of new scents you know initially in the beginning wax cabin candle was only going to be cabin oriented scents that's why there's cozy cabin yep. and then there's sunrise and then you have your brunch it's, and i was all supposed to be in this home but you know what the, the those boozy candles people love them we love them <laughs> yeah so is that are you going to do like seasonal how does that work how do you develop new scents Okay, so developing new scents is like all of a sudden one day I'll wake up and be like, I want to, I want to, I'm ready for something new or something isn't working or I'll never do a vodka tonic or a, um, not vodka tonic, a vodka crayon. Like it's always going to be something high end, like a French 75 or what Yeah, because vodka cranberry reminds me of barfing in college. So don't do that. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. So I'll never have like a, like a 40. 40 ounce <laughs> actually that would kind of be fun <laughs> beer just Maybe a cheap short beer run, a short run 40 ounce this one smells um, like natty ice thank you <laughs> oh this one smells like regret <laughs> um but i uh so so and and i'm and i'm eliminating some you know some are gone colors are changing it's really like so every color is a color that i love and it's sort of evolving from that but it's also some things that aren't selling well, I can say goodbye. You know, it's yeah. not doing well. I have a really good printer, Dolce Press in New York, and I just I'll just call them and be like, "Hey, can you help me?" And they'll we'll work on something together visually to make it correct. So is that how that works? You design something in what program do you Illustrator? Do? Illustrator, and then mm-hmm. you send it over to a printer in New York, and they print all your labels. Yeah, we developed a. So you'll see on my label, there's like a shiny part of it. Yeah. And it's a foil. And actually, we had a, you develop a physical stamp and it, it gets stamped. Oh. So I have a template. And then I could say like, okay, well, what what is the hottest thing right now? Brunch is so hot, you know, or obviously for fall, it was very big pumpkin. I sold the pumpkin horchata so quickly. It's just, you know, so Mary Mule, like a Moscow Mule is, is now for sale for the holiday. And and I do short run candles. So I could call them and be like, you know, have you done a holiday card that's gorgeous? Can you show it to me? And, you know, and that's once again, the benefit of working with a small business or like a sure. tiny you know shop and they'll, they'll take the time to talk to me a question about when you do like this i'll call it a specialty candle for me for yeah. side hustlers yeah you obviously made some that you're sending me are you making say okay i'm making 30 and that's it or do you wait to see when the orders come in because i don't know how it works with candles it's not like you can just you know draw on a card or make a bracelet you have to actually yeah. physically make this so how does that work Okay, so you're always going to succeed if you order more because they'll give you a break on, you know. So if you order one jar, it's better to order a thousand jars because you'll get a better price on that, right? So when I do a candle, like for you, a lot of people ask me, can you make a candle for me? And, uh, you know, and you have to be discerning because you, you have a big following. So people would know, oh, oh yeah, God, yeah, the yeah, pressure I is be... on. Okay. No, you Guys, are. you better I've buy my success. candles. <laughs> I've seen a lot of success from other people. So I, I knew you were going to do great. So I, you know, so okay. th- that's, that's how you do it. And then 
you know, the great thing about this product is it doesn't go bad. That's the Very tough true. thing for people who ha- are in the food industry. You know, you have a time limit. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, candles aren't going bad. Like, you can go stock up for Christmas now if you wanted to. Yep. And you yeah. can give everyone Wait, in your I family. I was listening to Christmas music before <laughs> to chill out. I had on my Vince Giraldi Christmas time is here because Halloween's over. It's, it's over. Yep. I know. Yeah. I hear you. Well, I think everyone in everyone's family needs a side hustler's candle this year. <laughs> I agree. Gramps, the dog. <laughs> Great stocking stuffer. Yeah, your cats, everyone. <laughs> One of the things I ask everyone in every episode, is there an app that's not Instagram that you use for your side hustle or for your mm-hmm. life because you're so busy? The biggest thing is is I work from home mm-hmm. alone all day. Oh, geez. And it's very quiet. And so I have become obsessed with podcasts. I love your podcast. I love listening to any podcast where somebody was down and out. Like I love, especially not even in my industry, like an actress. Like I love when they were waitressing and they're yes. having celery for dinner. <laughs> I do love hearing this. And then they they survived and how they did and how they succeeded. And like I said before, because podcasts are a little unfiltered, there is something magical about someone being truthfully honest because so there's so much BS. You're not timed. Yep. Is that a hint? We have to end. No, no, no. I'm saying like if you're on the radio, um, for me, I don't have, what are we at now? Uh, Almost 45 minutes to tell a story with someone. I've got three. And you can't really hear someone. I mean, your call with Elvis, I'm sure that was great. You were on the air for way less than five minutes, most likely. And talking. So people were probably proud and excited to support you. But do they know your real story? No. And and that's what this has been. And you're so true. So podcasting is a great way to get through your day as a side hustler if you've got a lot going on because there's so much motivation. And I'm seeing it between people who have been on this podcast. And it's something I talk about pretty often. I started a Slack group. I don't know if you use Slack it. I do. I know. Yeah. yeah. Which was torture for me to learn how to use. I felt like uh, I was my mom trying to figure this out. But (laughs) I've got this group, which you'll be invited to, with everyone who's been on the podcast. And it's just a little chat room where – collabs are happening or hey I have a question about you know what do you guys think about this if I launch this or what worked better for you anyone have these kind of tips and it's so cool for me seeing all these people come together so I fully understand hearing people's stories because that's literally what I'm doing and seeing how far they've come and it's super motivational for me so I get that and I I'm taking podcasts as your answer and I love it it doesn't have to be an app we're changing the rules today okay Thanks because you. we all say we all say Shopify. Yes. We all say the same thing. You know, so I want to give somebody a tip that's like, you know, something slightly different. But. Thank you. You've just reinvented this podcast. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for your podcast book, your tips and tricks of the side hustle. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't be putting that I pressure on me. I named it and I'll make the cover. <laughs> okay. Done. Because <laughs> I'm going to stalk you to make that cover. Well, I mean, I think that you just told me literally everything I need to yeah. know. Is there anything that anyone else needs to know about Wax Cabin? <clears throat> no, I think I love Wax Cabin is the love of my life after my family and my children you know and every all <laughs> that stuff and and it's my baby and i think that it's gonna be in your christmas stocking yes you're predicting <laughs> the future all right jennifer yes. thank you and remember you can buy the side hustlers candle at waxcabincandleco.com use code carla marie for 15 percent off 
I can't wait. I am going to burn mine forever. I'm going to order 50 of them, actually. So thank you. I'm shipping them today. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for spending your time with me. I appreciate it. Don't forget, you can email me, sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns. Hopefully you don't have any concerns. If you can rate and review this podcast on iTunes, that's awesome. Subscribe to it on iTunes. Follow it on iHeartRadio. Anything you can do. I love it. I will see you next week. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.